0: Welcome to the Otter Cares podcast. It's Matt and we've got a great show for you today. We're going to be talking with Kiki from MindSpark about something really cool that we're doing here in Northern Colorado with teachers. So without further ado, let's get into it.
1: Well, everybody welcome to this episode. Hello. Of the
0: podcast.
1: Yay! It is July and I'm a hot and I don't know what else to do with myself. You know, it's supposed to be like I was looking at like t- wholly off topic. I was looking at the weather and I was like it takes me only eighty-five and then like for the next two weeks it's gonna be like in ninety something. And I am sad about that. <laughs> <laughs> Yesterday was perfect. It could have just been like that for the rest of the year and I'd be great. I don't know. <laughs> Um, well, we have our unofficial co-host, Trisha Vincent, with us today. Uh, thank hey, you, Thank you for joining us, Trisha. <laughs> we are joined also by an amazing partner of ours, Kiki from MindSpark Learning. Yay! Hello. Thank you for joining us today. Of course. I'm super excited. Yeah. Um, we get to talk about something very awesome. Like, uh, it's a collaborative partnership effort project that we've been working on for uh, a little while now and um we're finally ready to to remove a little bit of the mystery and share it out with our listeners and everybody get excited because hold on your hats (laughs) drum
0: roll please
1: (laughs) (laughs) so kiki first i would love to introduce you tell us about who you are like where you know well, oh, thanks, Kiki. Tell us. Yes.
2: Yeah. So my name is Kiki Hakabi. I am the vice president of innovative practices at MindSpark Learning. Um, I have been at MindSpark for three over three years now. Um, so MindSpark is an uh, international nonprofit. We're located in Lakewood, Colorado, and we work with all types of organizations, but primarily educators and really thinking about how we can evolve and innovate education. Um, and really provide amazing learning experiences for students. And so I actually got involved in MindSpark because our CEO, Kelly Loth, was my old principal. And so I loved working with her and I worked at a STEM school for quite some time. And when the opportunity presented itself, I said, one, I believe so much in what MindSpark's doing, but then also I want to follow Kelly and just be a part of anything she's doing. So <laughs> um, I'm super, super excited to be here today. And thank you guys
1: so much for having me. Absolutely. And Kiki, thank you for making the time. We are excited to talk about the uh, our inaugural, I keep saying it's going to, it is inaugural because <laughs> it's forever. Our inaugural uh, NoCo Ignited what? Mm-hmm. Yay! Yay! <laughs> so our NoCo Ignited event really is, um, I'm going to call it an opportunity for educators, businesses, and community leaders to come together and think about education differently. And this was born out of a much bigger idea slash process that we went through. Um, what was that, Trisha? What year is it? Where are we?
3: Oh, <laughs> COVID time doesn't count. Um,
0: it was in the before.
3: Yeah, in the before no time. times. 2019, I think, is when we were doing all that strategy work that led to this
1: idea. That's right. Yeah. So it was just kind of one of those ideas that popped out on how can we further deepen our mission around um uh, uh, Entrepreneurial education, really like making it more robust and more tangible for educators, helping them understand this is what entrepreneurial education could look like. And you're an entrepreneur just by being an educator and Let's dig more into that and really empowering and helping um, educators learn more about how can I bring this concept to my classroom, present it to my students, get them excited and engaged about this topic, um, and then watch some crazy, amazing ideas happen, because when kids catch fire and uh, their ideas and dreams come to life, it's nuts. It's one of my Mm -hmm. favorite things, and I talk about it all the time. So, Um, yeah. So, let's jump in. So, Kiki, what is... I gave a little bit of synopsis, but I'm going to let someone else talk about how great and amazing <laughs> No co-excited.
2: guidance. is it not? It's all of these amazing Ooh, things. nice. Uh,
0: <laughs>
2: it is really, I mean, it's a true partnership. So we are so lucky to be part of this partnership as MindSpark Learning, you know, working with you all at Honors Cares, and then also amazing partners at Colorado Succeeds to really make this happen. Um And it really is focusing on that entrepreneurialism within education. I think a lot of times, you know, educators shy away from that word um, because they're like, I'm not an entrepreneur, right? I'm an educator, but they truly are entrepreneurs. And, you know, we talk about all the time preparing students for the workforce, the evolving workforce, knowing how rapidly it's changing. And in order to do that, teachers have to identify as entrepreneurs. They have to see themselves in this world. And I think that that's kind of our goal and our mission is to empower educators to do really innovative things and to push the boundaries of traditional education models. Um, And so NOCO Ignited is really, I hate to use this term. It is not a conference. It is an unconference, but it is an opportunity for Educators to work alongside business leaders and really brainstorm amazing, innovative ways that they can expose students to authentic learning models focused on work based learning, problem based learning, you know, leaning into that entrepreneurial identity um, and really also thinking about how they can give back to their community and kind of have that philanthropic side. And so that is ultimately our goal. Um, it is a two day event where again, it will be you know industry partners working alongside educators and getting the opportunity to see some amazing things happening in Colorado schools, specifically in Northern Colorado. And then just taking those ideas and beginning to draft their own ideas moving forward about what they can do within their own classrooms and with their own schools. And so we know oftentimes, you know, whether you're in a school or a district, there's not a lot of cross-collaboration between other schools. You know, we, we have seen lots of times when we work with schools within the same district, they're a little competitive with each other, right? They don't want to like share their secret sauce, um, especially across districts. And so we're kind of bringing down the curtain a little bit and saying, here are some amazing schools doing amazing things and shining a light on them and then saying, how do we replicate these things and how do we scale them? And what does it look like with, you know, different demographics of students and different locations and how can you do innovative things within your own classroom or within your own school or district? And so that's ultimately the goal of NOCO Ignited.
0: Oh, man. Wow. Sign me <laughs> up.
1: Exactly. I don't know. Like, I, I just want to be all I want to be a part of the whole thing. It's so great because what I love is, you know, we talk a lot about to, you know, to be it, you have to see it. Right. Mm-hmm. And. Yeah. We usually attach that to young people. Like, we want to help them understand, like, this is what a job role looks like. This is what you can pursue in a different, you know, academic field or, you know, whatever it is. But when, you know, it doesn't really come around with educators or adults. You know, we, we tend to think like, oh, we're here and we we are the seat or the two you know. Mm-hmm. So... I love that we have the opportunity to jump into different schools and uh, see some of these exemplar educators that are really running with this idea of how do I instill an entrepreneurial mindset in young people? And when we talk about mindset, it's not just about kids running and starting businesses like this entrepreneurial mindset really is, you know, uh, a much bigger concept about how do we get young people to prepare for post secondary education whether they go to college whether they start their own business whether they go to work um they have to be ready they have to be ready to take risks to ask questions to problem solve to think outside the box these you know these things that we hear employers saying the the next wave of employees that we have come into our organization have to have these skills so let's get them ready for that, that next step, regardless of what, how old they are, or what they're going to do um, later on in life. It's yeah, I
2: think, I mean, we've seen that over the last year and a half, especially <laughs> is, I mean, really you have had to be extremely resilient and, you know, be able to pivot and make changes and problem solve and really look at constraints as opportunities to leverage and to really lean in and, and, you know, say, how are we going to get past this? How are we going to problem solve through this? And how are we going to use this as a portal to think about education in a new way? Um, and so I think that that's, you know, now more important than ever. Um, but then also, yes, teachers have to model their, own entrepreneurial identity in order to get their students there. Um, and so that is really the goal of NoCo Ignited is to help teachers kind of develop that and, and lean into their own resiliency and problem solving skills and just being innovative and being okay with failure, because that is absolutely a mindset of an entrepreneur.
1: Absolutely. And I think if you went and talked to any of a uh, you know the, the business community that will be participating and joining this amazing event, they would say the same thing. They would say this is, you know, there's more to entrepreneurship than just, you know, starting a business, which we love. We love young people starting businesses, but it's about that mindset. How do we grow that mindset in young people? Um, And I think this un-summit, un-conference, un- un on we'll call Ignited uh, is going to be very different because it is an opportunity for educators and business leaders to come together. There's, I don't think there's a lot of opportunity for that to happen in a way that sparks conversation about what do we need and how can we work together to make that happen? What can I do to support you as a business leader? How can I help you? You know, do we need internships? Can I bring in some employees to talk about this? You know, I think this is going to be a very unique, um, learning opportunity for, for everyone that participates and some incredible ideas are going to flow. And I, I can't wait to see what shakes out. Oh my gosh, guys. I
0: know. <laughs> is is it tomorrow? <laughs> it's almost like a good, like, like networking opportunity too, right? I mean, I could see it that way, you know, like, cause I mean, I feel like over over the past you know, year, a lot of um, parents also kind of dipped their toes into the teacher role yes. a little bit, too. So they can it's almost this is like a perfect time to get everybody together because they like everybody kind of did, you know, bo- both like teachers became had to become kind of entrepreneurs and entrepreneurs are like, I tried being a teacher and that is hard. Right. And so now, now we can, now we have kind of some common language and a common experience. Mm-hmm. Um, so how do we make it even better for the future for next generations? Absolutely, um, Sounds awesome.
2: That huge synergy kind of happening. Um, and then I also think like there's some fear, you know, I think for educators, they, you um, want to work with businesses in their community and they don't necessarily know how, Um, you know, oftentimes educators have only worked in education. And so it is intimidating to, um, you know, talk to businesses and say, this is what I need your help with. Or, you know, I remember the first time I called up an organization, and I said, "Hey, can my fourth graders help you solve a problem?" And they're like, "What do you want to do? <laughs> like, I don't. I have no idea what you want." And I was like, "I don't really know, but let's think through it, right? It's it's kind of awkward to start that conversation, um, and then vice versa. You know, I think it can oftentimes be really intimidating to be in front of thirty five year olds." and not really know classroom management and how to deal with those things. So I really think it is bridging that gap between, you know, two different sectors that really shouldn't be siloed, but oftentimes are, um, and giving the opportunity for them to network and to kind of organically find out where there is synergy and where they can partner, and not where they can create, you know, a one-sided partnership, but where they can really figure out you know, how can my students and myself and my school give back to your organization and then your organization give back to us. And so really identifying those opportunities. Um, and, you know, oftentimes we think about those in terms of like financial benefit or time, and those are amazing things and we need those things, but also, you know, just thinking about, How can I help students develop skills, right? Or how can my students solve problems for your organization? Um, I think that identifying those are are really what we're hoping for and what we'll see throughout the two days of NOCO Ignited.
1: Awesome. That's awesome. And I totally agree. I I think that what will shake out is going to be pretty incredible and The after effect of, you know, when we see what happens like four to six weeks later, I think you're going to see educators that are like they're ready. They're (laughs) ignited um, (laughs) and ready to bring their ideas to life and make some cool things happen. Um, What's been so amazing about this whole event and the process has been watching the collaboration, like you mentioned earlier, um, About with cross, like you know, cross districts educators coming together and really to talk about. This is an idea. What would make this idea, this event, beneficial? What do we need to have in here? What do we care about? What's gonna draw um, educators in? You know, what do I want to learn, and what would be my biggest takeaway? Um, So, Kiki, I'd love to know. You know, just kind of learn about uh, the actual journey. Like this was a it's a journey and it it was very much a collaborative journey with many educators from different schools and and, uh, districts. So this is, this is pretty exciting.
2: Yeah. So I think, you know, as you all said, I think this work started years ago, um, but really came to fruition. I think starting, you know, in January where different educators from different schools and different districts really met monthly and said, what do we want this to look like? You know, what what do we what do we want to participants to get out of it? But then also, what do we not want? Right? Like, <laughs> what do we not like about yeah. conferences? What is not successful? And how do we make sure that that is not included? Um, and so we did a lot of that work. We identified, you know. Teachers have been through the ringer when it comes to conferences and summits and professional development. And so they have seen really good models and they have seen really, you know, not so great models. And so they identified those things, you know, what do we not want to replicate? And then where have I seen the most success? And they really identified, you know, specifically walking away with very clear takeaways and something that you could implement in your setting tomorrow. And so that has been at the forefront of all of our planning, as well as the opportunity to network and not just network at the actual event, but then afterwards as well. How do you sustain those um, relationships that you've built and continue that shared relationship um, and stay in communication? And so that has also been you know, at the forefront of our planning. And then also really thinking about how do you highlight some amazing things and not just things like, you know, one school was able to do this because maybe they surpassed district checks or, you know, maybe they had a special funder or maybe they had just the technology to do it. But really, how can we take aspects from a variety of different schools and say these can be replicated and it doesn't mean that you have to have a super innovative school or district um or you have to have the right technology or the right resources but really you know how can it be replicated across different schools and different districts and so that was really at the forefront as well and that's what we spent our time doing is we identified what we want this to be what we do not want it to be how we can really think about things in a different way i loved um you know, I felt like we left every meeting where people are like, I want to keep talking. Like, I, I'm getting excited. I, you know, we are throwing out kind of fun ideas. But I think having fun and having those places where you can organically have conversations and learn from one another is really like the meat and potatoes. It really is the, the greatest leverage point. And so we've intentionally designed for that throughout the two days and really allowed for people to have organic conversations and learn from one another. Um, And then also, we were very intentional about creating fun opportunities as well, where people could laugh and get outside of their comfort zone and be a little bit challenged because that always does make you better and more innovative. And so, um, you know, you can expect to see those in the two days as well.
0: It's like you take the best parts of any conference, the networking and then the practical like takeaways.
1: Yes, um, exactly.
0: That's that's awesome. Yeah.
1: yeah. And the fun, right? Like which,
0: and
1: the fun. Yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> if, like I learn better when I'm having fun, right? So why not make it that way for, you know, adults too in a professional development setting? Let's
2: right. Some fun. Exactly. And I think, you know, in, in the two days, we've been really intentional about saying where can people actually take their learnings mm-hmm. and apply them? and it's going to be sustainable. Like you're not just walking away with ideas. You are walking away with plans and proposals to bring back to your system right away. And so that's really where change and innovation happens because we all have, you know, been in settings where we feel inspired and we had a great time, but then we walk away and we don't actually do anything with it. So everyone will be leaving kind of with a plan um, of action moving forward, which, you know, is is bound to make some some waves
1: love it amazing and i'm the same way like i'll go to a conference or some kind of event and I'm like oh this is amazing and i'm going to totally like go learn more about this or you know look more into that but then you get into your everyday setting and you know regular responsibilities start hitting you every day and that inspiration might wane Mm-hmm. <laughs> so having that plan, that action plan that you're actually going to take with you it's, and you can implement it right away. Uh, I think that is what makes our makes No cognited so different. It's going to mm-hmm. be that actionable step you can take that following week. We're going to make this happen in this school or make this happen in this classroom because mm-hmm. I have a plan for it. Right. And I have a network of people that I can connect with that can help me bring this to life. And yes. that's what's cool. That's cool. So, shamelessly plugging here.
0: How do you find (laughs) out about this?
1: (laughs) And who should attend? Like, who, like, I'm listening and I'm wondering, is this really for me? Like, Mm -hmm. am I this person that can participate? Who should come? Yeah, it is open. So, you know
2: it's open to educators, it's open to businesses, Um, our educators, it is a application process that's honestly pretty short because we didn't want people to get bogged down by the application. Um, But it's just a couple questions to really say how they might use um, this work and this, you know, diving deep into these different aspects in the future, and so it is a small application process that they can um, take starting, I believe, at the beginning of August, Um, and so they will have the opportunity to kind of highlight some ways that they might use their learnings from this event Um, and then our goal is you know to scale this to grow bigger Um, this is our first year but it is definitely not the last year and so I think continuing to see it scale and inviting more educators and opening it up, up across the board and highlighting different things you know I think it will be interesting to look at next year and say What are some things that we want to highlight from participants of last year? Like, what are things they actually implemented that then we can showcase moving forward? Um, And so, yes, the application should be coming out in August. So definitely keep an eye out for it.
1: Absolutely. like, And we have a beautiful landing page where everybody can go. Yes. Find out. backslash no co all one word, where you can learn a little bit more about what the event, um, kind of how it's structured, kind of what the day might look like. Um, but also realizing, as you know, innovators, you have to pivot. So, you know, things might change. You never know. Just be nimble and enjoy the ride. That's all I got to tell you. Um, And there's also a form that you can fill out. It's a contact form if you want to learn more and stay abreast on uh, what's happening. Give us your contact information. We'll make sure that we uh, keep you updated on all things and uh, when that application can come out so you're ready to go to apply, right? Yes.
0: And I know I know as as you're listening to this, you can't you can't see the faces, but like <laughs> there's so much like excitement and like just constant like smiles as we're talking about this. So I hope it's coming through in our voices, um, sure. but there will be many more smiles at the conference as well. So
1: absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Uh, let's see. Why should I attend? Like I I'm a I'm a well-seasoned professional. I know what I'm doing.
0: Give us your elevator pitch.
1: Yes. Well, why should I come? <laughs> you guys are putting me on the spot.
0: <laughs> I can edit this part if we need.
2: Yeah, it's okay. We'll edit. It's okay. <laughs> no, but I do think it is an amazing opportunity to see really innovative models of education. Um, I think oftentimes, you know, a couple things happen in schools is people get in the routine of doing things the same way for a really long time. And that is not, is that is not, What's best for kids because we know that industry is rapidly evolving. And so we need education to be rapidly evolving. And I think that that sometimes feels overwhelming for educators because they're like, I can't keep up. You know, I can't be the expert in everything. And the reality is that you don't have to be the expert in everything, but you do have to have that entrepreneurial identity of being resilient, you know, failing, pivoting, um, problem solving. And so when you have those skills, those are really what students can adapt and evolve. And so I think it really is an opportunity to not only showcase innovative models of education, but then say, how does this apply to your setting? Um, and, you know, why why does this matter? Why is this important for students? And again, not you don't have to, you know, Do all of the work based learning models and feel like you're an expert in that, but you do need to expose your students to them and I think that's the biggest takeaway and biggest point for educators is how do we expose our students to a variety of fields that they may be interested in and can develop a passion for and they can become the experts in because again. It's not our job to be the expert. Um, and so it is just our job to, to show them, right? I mean, I think you said, Jessica, earlier, you cannot be what you cannot see. And if we don't expose our students to these amazing models of, of where our world is evolving, then we can't expect our world to change and we can't expect you know our problems to be solved. And so it really does start in education. Um, and learning from one another and collaborating and um, learning across
1: sectors too. I love it, plus it's fun. Nicely it's done. Like, <laughs> it's going to be amazing. So why would you not want to be a parent? Right. <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> it's going to be fun. <laughs> I'm,
3: pretty, I'm pretty much irrelevant in this conversation today. I feel like you guys have had lots of great things to say. Never. So uh, so. But the last point I would make Kind of tangent to everything that Kiki just said is, you know, a big part of the the reason behind starting the planning for an event like this is that at Otter Cares, we have talked to so many schools and organizations over the years that say, oh, we went out of state here to see this cool model, or we went out of state there to see this cool model, And on our team, we are aware of all of the innovative things already happening in this region. And so, you know, we felt like, gosh, when you go to a different state and you try to bring it back here, that's hard. Not impossible, but, you know, we're sort of ignoring the amazing things that are happening in terms of innovation in our own backyard. And uh, the possibilities that are sort of easier to do them, you know, closer and in this community, right? Like they already know what works in Colorado. And so I think that part is huge, you know, to really call attention to is there are great innovative things happening all around the country. And I don't want to belittle those, but there are really amazing things happening in Northern Colorado. And we are so excited to highlight, those pieces, and to create opportunities for more of them, because we think this community is amazing and full of really some of the very best educators in the country, uh, and we're happy to be able to support them with resources both through this event and the other work that we do.
2: Trisha, I think you bring up a great point, too, is when we think about you know exemplars in education, those schools that you go tour, right you go. on a cross-country tour to see all of these amazing examples, they are usually schools that started with a very clear vision in mind. And I think what we're saying is like, you don't have to start a new school to do innovative things, right? Like you can be in your specific setting, in your specific school, and really expose students to authentic work-based learning models and entrepreneurialism and those 21st century skills in really innovative ways. And that doesn't mean that you need to start a new school to do it. You can say, what am I going to do in my classroom and how am I I going to learn from my own backyard and then replicate those things within my own setting?
1: I totally agree. 100% because it's true. You know, innovation can start small and can start anywhere. Mm-hmm. And why not start in your in your classroom? Start with your kiddos and see where it can grow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's my shameless plug. <laughs> my 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 mic draw for the day. So. <laughs> <laughs> so, Trisha, I know that there is a cool opportunity that awaits our participants and slash attendees slash amazing excited educators yeah, and join us for no. I knew,
3: I knew there was a reason I was you- here today. <laughs> I just let you talk about uh, the stuff too. <laughs> so, Otter Cares, the team at Otter Cares and our board is really excited, you know, to extend beyond the work of this day. So I think we've talked about, you know, a lot of really important concepts today uh, um, that you you go to conferences and you get ideas and then you go back home and you don't have the time and the bandwidth to create a plan so we are so excited that No ignited will allow you to create a plan while you're with us that day we also know that plans usually require resources for implementation and so we are really excited to be offering an opportunity for participants to pitch their ideas to the otter cares board for funding uh, for implementation so obviously Not every idea will win funding um, and you'll have to sign up for the event and attend to learn a little bit more about, about what that looks like. Uh, But we are super excited to, you know, see the ideas that come out of this and to hopefully provide some funding to actually put those ideas into practice, because that is really where the rubber meets the road. And we want to make sure that we're seeing this thing through, right? Not only providing the education, but providing the resources to make, those ideas a reality Mm
1: -hmm.
2: that's what i was hinting at earlier and i wasn't i wasn't sure if i could say it
3: (laughs) (laughs) more there there are pieces the secrets are still in development so we'll leave our listeners wanting more uh, stay
0: tuned when they come and join
3: us at the end of september
1: that's right (laughs) gotta leave a little bit of mystery so and i guess we should probably share when this event is so (laughs) <laughs> Sorry, I just got way excited about talking about what it is. <laughs> <laughs> it is whatever, but what it is is what it actually matters. Uh, so our uh, inaugural no Ignited event will be uh, Thursday, September thirtieth, and uh, through Friday, and we'll wrap up on Friday, October first. So two days of fun-filled, jam-packed learnings, networking, laughter, fun. There's some food in there. There's food.
3: That came up as most important among yeah. our uh, yeah. committee members is the best conferences and again we should stop using the word conference it doesn't right, right, but this isn't yeah. a conference the best <laughs> but the best events always have good food so we yeah. hope to not disappoint everyone in the food
1: department in the food department. department you will be fed and there will be snacks and usually when there are snacks, I will participate as well. So just for me, with a snack. Exactly, right? Um, but again, all the details about uh, where this event will be taking place, when, how you can learn more is um, on our website. So make sure you visit www.ottercares.org backslash code ignited all in words so that you uh, stay up to date and we'll be sharing stuff out on our social media channels. So if you don't already follow, shame on you, so go and follow, um, but make sure that uh, you're keeping tabs on us because we have some crazy cool stuff in the works. We want you to be involved and join us on this journey. And it's going to be pretty incredible to be a part of such a ju- huge movement in Northern Colorado that I have no doubt is going to uh, spread outside of the confines of our geographic area and impact even and, and inspire even more people. So, yay! Yay! Dope if you cannot tell.
0: <laughs> Thanks for being here today, Kiki.
1: Yeah, thank you guys so
3: much. This is one and
0: Trisha, of course.
3: Trisha, <laughs> I, I think that it should be said for posterity that this is probably the least amount I've ever spoken on a podcast. So, you're welcome. <laughs>
1: I let you talk about like the really cool fun part, which is the money, which is like, <laughs> that's that's right. we get to give away money to invest in ideas. I'm like, just to talk about this.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for joining us for this episode of the Otter Cares podcast. As always, don't forget to subscribe and find us wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Matt, and we'll see you next time.